Hey everyone, this is your host, Highness Zacharias, and I am the founder of Vivino, the world's most downloaded wine app. If you're listening, you're probably a member of the Vivino community. Thank you very much for that. This is the first ever Vivino podcast, uh, a podcast about all things Vivino, and it's recorded here in Copenhagen, on the outskirts of Copenhagen, in the very cool Vivino studios. Reminder to everyone who doesn't know, Vivino is the world's largest wine community with 65 million users all over the world. A huge, huge wine community. So we're doing this podcast for the first time. And why are we doing that? Well, we're doing it because we want to include the community in what we're doing. A look inside Vivino from the people that work at Vivino. And why do we make the decisions we make? Why? I want you to see everything that goes on at Vivino and also give us feedback. Tell us when we're wrong. Tell us when we're right. Uh, So everything's going to be about that, listening to the community and seeing what happens at Vivino. So today's topics are going to be interesting. We're going to have a good look at Vivino Premium, the premium version of Vivino that just launched. And we're going to have two guests from our product team that are going to tell us exactly what it is and why it is and so on. So do look forward to that. Secondly, we're going to look at community, meaning we're going to hear from our community. We're going to play our own special five-star game. Sounds easy, five-star reviews from the App Store. That's not what it is. It's going to be all the way from five-star reviews to one-star reviews. We're going to hear some real truths from our community. Perfect. So uh, my guests today are Oleg and Uliana. Oleg is the VP of Product Engineering and has been with Vivino for seven years. Welcome, Oleg. Thank you. Seven and a half to be. More oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You still like the kids? You do seven and a quarter too? Yeah, or? Yeah, exactly. How many days? Uh, I will calculate that. <laughs> Uliana is a senior product manager, and I hear she's just been nominated for the Shinivik Young Talent Program 2023. Congrats, Uliana. Thank you so much. Yeah, and welcome. Thank you. So great to have you both here, and we are going to talk about our latest launch, Premium. So uh, let's talk a little bit. What is Premium, and uh, why are we doing that? Now that's exciting. Premium is big, and I think the, the best way to describe it is to start with the story. So you said, like, it's been... Seven and a half years yes. I joined Vivino. It's been quite a ride. We've been working on so many different things. When I joined uh, Vivino, the app was so much smaller when it comes to the functionality. The only thing you could do is pretty much just scan yep. the wine. And then we built all the cool features around it. We built the taste characteristics. We built uh, the new amazing search. Uh, we built wine adventures, all these like, cool features there. And we also built the shop. Right, and it became the largest wine shop in the world, and it's been quite a journey. And uh, uh, it's been fun to try to like find the balance between still like you know, improving our product and building like cool features that that our users uh, asked for, and like ultimately helping them beyond just scanning one wine that was in front of them, learning more about the wine that they were holding in their hands. Um, but then at some point, uh, we realized that it started getting harder and harder to find that balance. Like we had the commercial part of the app, like people bought wine through the app and then we built so many cool features so that they can buy wine. We brought a lot of merchants into it. We have hundreds of merchants on the platform. We made it very simple to find the wine. We started recommending wines based on what people like, what people want to explore. And then finding the balance between investing into that versus actually improving our core functionality. And again, going beyond just scanning wine that became harder and harder. So, can I say what does that that means? 
What you're actually saying is we probably spent too much time on the commercial part. Right? Exactly. If you think about it as a balance, right? Like in the past, I would say two years, we pay, put way too much into improving our commercial part of the of the app, making it better for us to or for our users to buy wine, improving our recommendations. And we didn't really improve a lot on the other side, on the engagement side of the app, on the actual features that uh, people use beyond, uh, outside buying wine. So the balance was off. But it was always hard to also fix the balance, right? Because like when you have the uh, the commercial features, they bring you money. They make it e that they make this app running because this is where someone has to pay for the studio. Exactly, yeah. someone has to pay for the studio for the servers that are running uh, for all the technology that we need to maintain. Uh, and so it was always hard for us to continue investing into the engagement features. So at some point, I think it was some months ago, we just looked back and realized that it was. The balance was off, and we just couldn't fix it for such a long time. And we finally found a solution. And the solution is that we do believe that there is something beyond just us uh, letting you scan the wine and learning about that wine. Uh, we think we pretty much nailed it. Like, we do a good job. We do a good job. At In all modesty, that, obviously, yeah. 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 Um, like, the, making sure that you can scan wine, learn about it, figure out whether it's good or not, and then... Make, make a choice of the supermarket. Uh, we do believe, though, that there is way more we can assist with. Wine doesn't just start at you standing at the supermarket aisle, like scanning a bottle of wine, and doesn't end necessarily at you picking this wine, right? There is way more that happens before that. There is way more that happens after that. And then there is way more about the particular wine that you're looking at. And we have like a whole backlog of all the things that our users are asking for. Uh, a whole bunch of things that we believe we can help with when it comes to finding the right wine. And, and this was not prioritized because money talks, or is that the reason? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So the solution, the solution is Vivino the premium. That's a solution for us to find a way to actually invest into those features. We want to make Vivino better. We want to make sure that people can enjoy wine beyond just scanning one wine, learning about it and moving on. We believe that we can do much more and we have a lot of feature requests that we yeah. could not prioritize. So we launched Vivino Premium. That's a premium subscription where people can pay uh, in the US, it's $5 a month. In other countries, it's in local currency. And for if you buy a full year, $3.99 if you buy a full year. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and if you do that, you get access to all the advanced features, a whole bunch of features that we're currently working on. We will talk more yeah. a little bit about that. And then uh, you also get to decide what we uh, what we're gonna build. Yeah, we're also going to talk more about it. Fantastic! That's, that's very exciting. That's yeah, the first time ever we're becoming so much community driven. We're actually letting commu our community decide what we need to build. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and the the one of the core challenges for for the last few years, although you know selling wine on maybe you know, the marketplace has been very successful. The fact remains that only around 3% of our users buy wine through Vivino. And we would like to offer something else or something more for the other 97%. And that could be a premium. So, very good. So, and, and who's going to take this one? But who, how's the launch going then? We started a couple of months ago. How are we doing? Yeah, we started and launched back in May. So, yeah, it is a couple of months now. We are globally rolled out. That means that users a lot of countries have by now joined Vivino Premium. Uh, we've also had the chance to talk with many of those users, uh, those new members. Uh, just within the last two weeks, I think we talked to someone in Australia, the US, 
Belgium, Poland, Germany, Japan. Uh, so we got a lot of insights from users all over. I think maybe also a chance for us to thank all those users that um, you know, shared their opinions with us. Kim, Bruno, Victor, uh, Mark, Jagosh were just some of the few ones that we talked over the last week. Um, and yeah, they just shared honestly their opinions, what works for them on Rivino, um, what things are missing at the moment, what frustrations they have, and shared their feedback on the direction for premium. And we're generally quite excited for us to open up that possibility of them to contribute. So yeah, gained a lot of learnings from those conversations. Yeah, and, and like Liana said, we we started releasing in May, uh, but like went full blown in August. So last couple of months we we've been really going and like for full transparency we're going into october now we're on 25,000 uh, paying users so pretty happy with that growing really really fast um any sort of specific learnings from the launch and like okay this was a horrible idea mm -hmm. i think we have a long list of learnings <laughs> where do we even start um i think the first one is more of a general insight i think than a learning think that we have a very big community that we just talked about um, that love what Vivino is doing and want to generally just help it succeed. I think we were quite overwhelmed by this level of support that we got and the very proactive and very honest feedback that we got from users uh, that wanted to help us make this a success. Uh, so it just shows that if you know build something for users and just generally help them, they also want to support that. Yeah. Um, and even though we, of course, did also get some annoyed messages from users that were maybe, yeah, a bit angry that we took away or, or like that we... Softened up some features? Exactly, yeah. that we started charging for some things. Um, I think it put things into perspective and was overall like really positive too. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to some of that feedback in a second when we play the world-famous five-star game that's coming up a little bit later. So yeah. do look forward to that. Okay, with that, we're going to dig into some of the features because what is this actually? And Uliana, you're going to help us dive through this. And I guess we're going to start with what we call the rapid fire compare mode, right? Yes, exactly. Um, so, so take us through that, you know, verbally and maybe visually too here as much as we can. What's the idea? Why are we doing that? Sure. So yeah, you could say that the rapid fire compare mode is almost like the flagship feature of the premium offering as it stands right now. And basically what that does is that it allows users to quickly scan a lot of bottles um, and then view them side by side with a bit of information of each of the wines, ultimately just helping them take a quicker decision of which wine to choose. Uh, so imagine that you're in a supermarket and you are trying to decide which wine to buy and then you're, you know, pulling out Vivino to help you take that decision and then you scan a wine, you go to the wine page, you look at the information, then you go back, you scan the second wine, you go to the wine page, you look at the information, you go back, and by the time you scan the fourth bottle, you kind of forgot what the first what wine was all <laughs> yes, about, yeah, right? Sure. Uh, so that is where quick um, compare mode comes in, where you can just compare those bottles in an overview, where you have all the information that you need to take a decision on which wine to buy. Yeah, uh, basically a very, very relevant scenario, right? You're in a supermarket, maybe you decided you want a Cabernet Sauvignon, but which one of these seven is it going to be? Exactly. And the quick compare mode, a rapid fire compare mode can come in really, really quickly and, and make that decision. Okay, with that, let's dig into a, a little bit of a demo here. And let me, uh, maybe I'll just talk to it while uh, Uliana does it. So so you're going to pick up your phone now and 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 go to Vino, obviously, and show us what that looks like. 
Uh, but basically, the the um, the quick sort of shooter also takes the picture automatically too, right? So it's quite cool in in that sense. Yeah, that's a really cool piece of technology where if you activate the auto scanning, then we we will enable the machine learning algorithm that will always look for a label yeah. on that is present in the camera view. Yeah. So that once the label appears, then it will automatically send it to the server. Yeah. So basically the way it would work is that uh, once you hit the camera button, then you can just start pointing the labels. Yeah. And you don't even need to uh, tap anything. No, exactly. It just shoots at them. Yeah. The one thing, uh, challenge is often when you ask product people to do a demo, they have some latest version that's super broken. So let's see if you have a release version or what you have. It is a production version. It is <laughs> okay. out there. That's the version that all of our users are using. Fantastic. Okay, go for so. it. Cool. Yeah, so so what Ileana is doing now is just pointing at these four bottles of wonderful wine we have on the table. It just basically takes her like seven, eight seconds, and then you have a really quick compare all these. You know, normally they'll be in same category, but we have a Sauvignon Blanc and a Rosé and a Champagne on here, but really quick compare, and, and off you go. You can you can pick which one you want to go for. That's very easy to compare when it's just on one list. Perfect, cool. So that's one of the... Uh, the reason why we think this is an important feature is also because it's a big part of our biggest use case, scanning a wine. So we've really improved that and um, and made that feature better. Now, let's move on to something else that's in here already. Um, we called it uh, Enhanced and Personalized Wine Insights, and it's a combination of multiple things. But uh, let's have a little bit of a chat about that. What is that? Yeah, so I think we can almost say combine it to two different things. Um, one is like giving users a wine match score, like we call it the percentage match for you, which is like between 0 to 100 uh, that you get besides each bottle of wine that you scan. And it's based on your preferences, and your previous behavior on Rubino. And then the second part is actually revealing users whether they are likely to like or dislike a wine's style, region, or grape. Um, and that is also based on your activity on Vivino and your personal preferences. Um, so sometimes it might be quite obvious, right? You know a wine, you know what you like, you know what you don't like. The score is just going to underline that and the insights as well. Yeah. But then sometimes, you know, there might be wines that lie a bit out of your comfort zone. Um, so, for example, let's say a user has never tried a wine from Saint-Emilion. Um, and then we can basically tell the user that based on your previous um or like based on your preferences of previous scans, we think that you might like that region. And basically, it's like a more detailed view of why we think this. Like, we yeah. think you like the region, or we think you like the grape, and so on. I think you should pick up the phone again and just look at a wine page, because I want to make sure, and maybe we can get the camera around to for that, and just see, hey, we're looking at a wine page now, and and what we have here is uh, up on the right, you have the best for you, um, and you can see the percentage right there. And then as you dig down, you have the, the, the preferences where it says, um, what are these insights? We think you like this grape or we think you don't like this grape and so on. I really like the story behind this feature because uh, we've been uh, working on the algorithm to recommend you wines yeah. so that the, you would see the wines that you are more likely to buy. And we heard a lot of users being actually quite excited about our recommendation. They like the recommendation. Yeah. They wanted to do know why. They're like, so like, yeah, I exactly. see this wine. It's, it's a cool wine. I bought it, but like, tell me why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give me some insights into the, your uh, recommendation. I think you're right, but I need to know why. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, that's the first step towards actually revealing some yes. of the magic behind our recommendations. And we're going to do way more there. Mm -hmm. Perfect. 
So third feature that's in already is the wine adventures. Um, quick uh, word about that. Yeah, so you can imagine it as like a set of interactive learning modules that are designed to make the whole process of learning about wine uh, more enjoyable, more engaging, more fun. Uh, we currently have 14 wine adventures uh, covering a range of different topics from certain regions like Bordeaux or wines from Sicily, about the winemaking process, about new and old world wines. Um, yeah, That's cool. And it is, it's a combination of content and then some quizzes or tests and so on. And you also have to scan some bonds. What is that? Exactly. It basically guides you through the experience. And then you are asked to basically scan and try that kind of wine okay. to complete the adventure. So the main difference between learning through wine adventures and learning about wine, just reading some articles or reading a wine book, is that we believe that you can only actually learn about wine by tasting it and trying it. Like one thing is to just read the book. The other one is to read about this particular wine, like learn about it, but then actually go ahead and try it. Yeah. And so in order for you to complete your wine adventure, you actually need to find that wine, scan it, and rate it. Yeah. So that's the whole idea behind wine adventures. We do help you find the right wine, though. Yeah. This is the thing about wine. You can't just look up at a wine and that's exciting. It's about taste and you have to taste it. So, exactly. so it's really interactive in that sense. Very cool. Okay, we should we should probably be honest about wine adventures here, as that we have not added any new wine adventures within Vivino Premium. Yeah. We have invested into building the the existing wine adventures, the fourteen wine adventures, which I really like. The existing wine adventures, I want to see more. Yeah, I want to make way more. I want to have fifty wine adventures. Will we add some more? But it's more. expensive. Yeah. It's expensive, so that's why we put it into uh, into premium. The one so we can keep building it. Exactly. So once we see people getting excited about Wine Adventures as a part of Premium, we'll build more. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Great. So those three sort of categories of, of features are the ones that are in Premium right now. But because we sort of put a lot of focus on these features, we're building a lot right now. And we have three more coming this year, and we're going to talk about one of them today. Just tease it a little bit, or maybe two, actually. Mm -hmm. And which one's that? Uh, it's one that we call perfect pairings. Um, so as you know, wine is often enjoyed together with a good meal, with some kind of food. And it's an example of something that users have been asking for for many, many years. Right? Help me actually make better pairing decisions. What wine should I drink with this kind of meal that I'm cooking? Um, so many times you're you know, cooking something, you're inviting people to a dinner party or you're invited to a dinner party and you want to take a good decision of which wine to pair. So this is exactly what we're doing with Premium now. Uh, it's that for every wine that you scan or that you search for, uh, you will instantly discover the perfect food or dish to pair it with. And we did have already some kind of ca categories in the past, 20. So it's very broad, like beef or pork. So Yeah, that's why. And, and it's different now because it's actually courses of food or what is it? Yeah, exactly. So we're going from a category as broad, broad as beef, which would have covered everything from like a steak or a different stew or yeah. beef tacos to actually the more granular specific dishes. And we're adding over 500 just in this first version. Wow. So when we release this, there's going to be 500 different courses, mm. everything from carbonara to osobuco and basically any wine in the world, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. So, and once I find something there, what's it going to say? It's going to give you a percentage or match or what is it going to say? Yeah, it will come in different recommendations levels. So we have four different levels. One will be telling you that it's a perfect fit. Yeah. And then one that it's great with. 
this kind of wine and one that it might work and then one that is like uh, it's not ideal with that okay Maybe and is it 25 percent niche or what's the split there do you know <laughs> nobody knows no you know is it is it 80 percent perfect fits or one percent uh i mean so <laughs> when it comes to food pairing yeah it's partially science because what we do some science we we look at the taste characteristics of, of a particular wine and yeah. a particular wine style so we know how a wine tastes like plus we know how a particular style, mm -hmm. style tastes like then we can of course do some variations based on uh, vintage because there is there are some yeah. that happen over the years but then uh ultimately when it comes to food then there is some magic that happens yeah. on top of it so to produce a particular number uh, as a result of it is a little bit tricky sure. but we looked at all the different styles we looked at all these dishes and when we brought some ai to assist us there so there is some ai magic happening yes. there uh and then the resulting factor is kind of like four of those categories like no bad match possibly a match and then great match fantastic okay Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I've seen the demo here. It looks fantastic. Um, I also think that you have 500 courses and or 500 different meals, and actually that covers a lot of what people normally eat. And, and we, if there's something missing, we want to know. Yeah, so exactly. We're going to talk more about how we can hear more from our premium users, but we definitely want to know if there is something missing that we need to add into. And this this will release. Uh, we're early October now, and this will release around that time. So it's releasing right now. So so please go check it out. We have two more bigger features coming. Are we going to talk about that or not? Are we going to just say that what's coming or are we not going to say anything? Can maybe, maybe briefly tell the things that we want to invest into and do what we're exploring, but then we want to uh, maybe spend more time in the next episode. Okay, yeah. perfect. There are some features that we think this need more love out of the ones that we already have. Like Vivino can be used not only to scan a particular label, but also to scan a wine list. That's where we go. You go to a restaurant and you can learn more about every wine that you see on the list and honestly well most of our users don't even know that it exists it's very well hidden and uh, secondly is that it's not really working really well right now so we it has that that was the uh the oldest piece of code that we had in our app that was never touched so it was time yes okay so, so now it's coming it's coming it's coming it's gonna be and i know you had another thing more like a community feature do you want to briefly talk about that too Yeah, sure, we can talk about that. It's what we call the premium home. Uh, so basically what we want to do with that is enable all of our premium members to build premium together with us. Um, so it's going to be a way to, or like a forum to engage with us, to share a bit more behind the scenes, what we're working on, what's happening, and then a way for our premium members to actually contribute, right? Share their feedback, what they're thinking, what they would like to have added next. Let us know what kind of foods food pairings are missing at the moment that we should add next all of this so yeah very cool okay and that's launching sometime in october or exactly yeah, yeah it will launch in the next weeks so if you're a premium premium user at some point you'll get a magic email yes. and it will tell you everything how you can contribute it's yeah. very exciting it's yeah. gonna be a way for our users to vote and to input their uh, thoughts into our product development process amazing okay cool anything else premium you want to talk about before we move to the community part here I think the main the main thing I want to say with premium is that I'm super excited about it. Like it's finally a way for us to improve what we already have. Like we've had food pairings for years, yeah. but honestly, like you couldn't just say whether something uh, pairs well with beef. Like that's mm -hmm. not the extent of the the support that we we need to provide with our app. 
Same with, for instance, Wineland Scanner. And there is way more. We know that our seller capabilities are not great. We know that we can do much better there. And taking a step back, we also know that we can do much better at actually helping you do everything wine. Yeah. Not just looking at the particular wine. So there is more to come. I'm so excited about Vimeo Premium. That's the way for us to build those exciting features that we are having a look right now. Fantastic. Much more to come, uh, but now we're going to move into the community section here and we're going to play the five-star game. It sounds easy because you think it's all five-star reviews. It's not all five-star reviews. So in the real world, turns out people give us one stars once in a while. I know you're unhappy about that, but it does happen. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go through five different reviews from Apple App Store and Google Play. And we're going to start with the five-star just to sort of get you into it slowly. And then we move our way down the stars and... Um, I'm ready. Could this get ugly or what? No, it's good. it's fun. It's fun. I mean, you're not going to surprise us much because we read every single review. Oh, you do? Yes. Good. We we use Slack and yeah. we have an integration so that every single review is sent to our channel. Fantastic. So we actually read every single one. And remind me, what is the average score in, in the App Store and, and so on? Uh, you got, caught me off guard. I don't remember the exact numbers. I you do. Well, you you know very close though. Okay, will you look at that? It's 4.8. It's 4.8, four point eight, four point seven. Fantastic. 4.8, 4.7. So these are very, very high ratings. So, But still, you know, uh, sometimes people are unhappy and we need to listen to that. Anyway, let's go with the first one. This is a five-star rating by Jesus. Um, not only is this a great app, it is fun and helps me decide on what I like and what I don't like. It also lets me see how cheap my friends are. <laughs> no. So this is a well-known feature. If someone brings a bottle of wine... Uh, and it's cheap, then, you know, you can always look it up and say, yeah, they, they don't like me that much. But if it has a good average rating, exactly. that's a good value for money. Maybe they're just smart. Yeah, exactly. yeah. What if it has both? What if it's a 2.6 and a cheap, 2.6 and a cheap wine? Oh, well, I mean, for me, it's uh, still a good match because it's a great value for money. 3.6. No, I said 2.6. Ah, 2.6. No, okay, okay, okay. In this case, I'm sorry. Yeah. You need to talk to your friends. <laughs> Don't come back. You need to, or no, like just, show them you know, next time just bring some gin. Yeah, show them the vino. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's they right. need the vino to feel yeah. better wine. Totally. So yeah, this one was easy. This one was not that not that hard for us. Okay. We are moving on here to the four-star review. Four-star review by Anatolio. It is a great app for a free version, though the new scan feature is over-engineered and way less helpful. As a customer, two things. First, your premium app is too expensive and the monthly base uh, on a monthly basis for an average custom customer. The value prop is weak. Second, you should be offering this premium version to your top users for free or at a great discount, discount in order to promote it. So this was like five different things here. Um, but where do you want to start? The over-engineered scatting feature, is that something you heard before? Is it too much? Or what are your thoughts on that? We got silence from the product team. That's not very common. I mean, this is exactly where we're starting to talk to some users now, right? Like the compare mode is, for example, something that we've experimented with for many years and we have iterated on a lot. So the version that we have included in premium now is actually an improved version from the versions that we had in the past. And we are talking with users to understand exactly, you know, their behavior around it. What should we add next? There's so many possibilities that we're talking about internally already. And I, I think um, the nature of developing new things is that you sometimes start uh, in one direction, start yep. exploring it, 
and then you need to move a little bit based on the input from from the users. So that's what we're doing with the scanner. Like we try to launch it quite fast, get it out there, learn how people use it. There are a few corners that we'll need to polish here and there, and that's what we're doing right now. So please, if you're a premium user, that user, please use the new premium home so that you can tell us where exactly it's over in engineering, and we'll we'll definitely look into that. Fantastic. The other thing, uh, there are actually two more things here, is the price. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you did some research on that, and I, I personally think it's the right price. Again, let me repeat, four ninety nine if you do monthly, actually three ninety nine if you do an annual, uh, three ninety nine per month in the US. So I think it's a good price, but what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we prepared for that. We did some price sensitivity testing where we actually showed users some of those value propositions and asked them what would what they think would be too much, would be the optimal, what would be too little. And this is basically what we then used as like the benchmark to basically price this. But I must say, um, I think there is a part of me that agrees with the user. I think the what we currently have is too expensive. Yeah, because the, just because you're saying the proper position is too weak. There is not a lot in the premium offering that we have right now. We do we tried our best to also improve some things for the launch of premium, but with premium we're also now starting the work on all the new features. Yeah. So I do agree that right now it feels a part like of you agrees. A part of you agrees. A part of me agrees that there is not enough. There is, yeah. but also there is another part of me that knows how much more. We're going to release very soon. Exactly. So I think uh, we're going to hit the right target very soon. Okay, cool. So so the the, the last thing that um, the user mentions here is that, hey, shouldn't we give something heavily discounted or for free for these users that really contribute to the app? Yeah, that's definitely something that we've been talking about a lot. Yeah. Where we've been looking at, we have so many users that have contributed so much over the years with like thousands of ratings and reviews. And what we're trying to do now is actually also be more proactive on that side, right? We will have the premium home, but we also want to make sure that we are more proactive with especially these kind of users. Um, so maybe over the next couple of weeks, we something will might happen on that. Something might happen. Yada is teasing something here, yes. yeah, that's for sure. Okay, well, but see. ultimately, we do care about those users. We right. want to make sure that they stay and they get to use our premium features. For sure. If if $5 is too expensive for some of them, and it's a reality for some of them, it's going to be too expensive. We still want them on board. Yeah. So we will figure out a way for them to contribute to our premium. Offer. I would say $5 is too expensive. Go annual and get for four. That's an option. <laughs> Fantastic. We're going to move on to the next one. We're down to the three-star. This is where it gets a little bit... This was the easy part still. This one will look up. A little bit harsh. Okay. Right. So let's go. Stretch it. Three-star by user Daniel. The app is good, but it's missing one key feature from making it a five-star for me. No shared sellers. If you and your partner both want to have a seller to keep tabs, you have to each set one up separately. That becomes a pain when you both buy wine separately and have to remember to let the other one know what you bought and put in. End of review. The funny thing is, they only talk about putting things in. Uh, the big problem is when people put take things out. Mm-hmm. But uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, so I think this is not the first time that we're hearing that. As Oleg was saying, we're monitoring all the reviews that users are sharing with us. And this is definitely like a reoccurring theme that users want the seller management to be expanded on in order to collaborate with others, in order to share their sellers with others. Um, so we are looking into the seller, um, maybe not directly what this review mentions, but we are making some steps into Correct. the direction of facilitating everything around seller management for you. Yeah. Overall, I can promise that seller is going to get much better yeah. with premium. Yeah. 
and this could take some time. Yeah, there is a lot of things to fix there. Yeah, we haven't really improved anything with seller for years. Yeah. So it's going to take some time. Bear with us, but ultimately, the seller is going to get much more exciting yeah. very soon. And it's um, yeah, and this is it's just going to improve. We'll see if this feature makes it, but. I, I totally get it, right? Seller uh, is usually something you share, or maybe you drink too much. But anyway, usually there's three, two, three, four people that put, maybe one that puts it in and five people take it out. So it makes sense to have a, a shared seller for sure. Cool. Okay, so um, sit tight now. We're getting to the two and the one star. Here we go. Two star by user Christian. I cannot believe that Ravina went down this dark path and how dark it is. The newly introduced ads are incredibly long. The loading of wine seems slower as well. And my phone also gets quite hot while using the app now. Those horrible ads are placed in a part of the user flow that feels like a smack in the face. And due to them being long, the app completely lost its main purpose. Since you can't quickly find bottles you're searching for anymore. I have loved this app for many years and looked up to the company. But now I'm close to deleting it. If something doesn't improve fast... Now I'm close to deleting it if something doesn't improve fast. So very disappointed. Thank you, Christian. Two star. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Christian. Uh, first of all, I must say we do receive a lot of reviews like that. So that's the reality. Yeah. Uh, it comes from a place with us uh, introducing ads. Yeah. So we have introduced ads. We are experimenting with different ways we can do ads. So we're starting from all the different angles. And the one that Christian has received is the most uh, intrusive uh, ad placement that we have. What is that? It's uh, the ad that appears after you scan. Okay. Um, we know that it's probably the worst timing ever to get an ad. Uh, then why did you do that? We wanted to, uh, I mean, that you got to start somewhere. You got to learn what ads do. Uh, you also got to see how ads uh, can be a, a, bad, a good and a bad part of the user experience. We know the bad. We know the bad part. So we have a lot of insights to improve on. The the treatment that uh, the treatment of the of the app, the app behavior that Christian is receiving right now is not something that all of our users okay. are. So actually. it's only a small it's only a small portion. I'm sorry, Christian, you got into the test group. He lost the ad lottery. Yeah. So uh, I hope you'll stick around because we're definitely gonna improve your experience quite soon. Uh, but we needed to experiment with it. Uh, we never did any ads before. When you start from scratch, you got to explore all the different options of doing it. Yeah. So you got to go extreme to understand when you push the boundary too far. And we we definitely pushed it a little bit too far there with uh, Christian and his experience. That's that. I also agree with him that ads are not only annoying, but also not necessarily relevant. And for that, the answer is we know and we agree. Our current ads are not relevant because it also takes time to make them relevant. Yeah. It takes time to find the right partners. It takes time to set it up correctly. It takes time to make sure that we can display the best ad offering there. Ultimately, we even from the perspective of you know, bringing some revenue from people who see ads, we want you to see the ads that you'll be excited about. You want to, you, we want you to see the offer that you'll be excited about. We don't want you to see like a random thing that you just you're just waiting for the close button. Some clickbaity fish game. Exactly. So we're actually on the same side there. Like although like ads are gonna stay but they're going to get, become much more relevant. So we're currently working on that and uh, we're going to get it much better for Christian as well. Okay. So I hope uh, he will stay around with us. Yeah. So it's going to improve. Uh, yeah, so so I get that you want to 
push it to the max, see what happens. And by the way, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Horrible reviews, yes. which, uh, and, and, and well-deserved too, really. So, so we're pulling back a little bit on that and finding the right balance and relevance. It's super important. Exactly. Both, right? yeah. But ads are here to stay. Yeah. Like the reality is that to what you described, we only have 3% of our users who buy wine. We have 97% of our users who don't. Uh, we'll have a good good portion of them, I hope, uh, that would uh, uh, get on the journey with Vivino Premium. But the reality is that we will have free users that will continue using our free And we features. want that. We do want that, yeah. but those free features cost a lot to maintain. Yeah. We have the servers running, we have the algorithms running, we have the people who are here to actually support the platform and the product that allows the community to keep using and we didn't talk about that premium feature, but one of the features in premium, obviously, is that ads are removed. So you get no ads when you're on premium. Yes. Cool. Let's get to the one-star review. Um, so, and this, it might be directed right at you. It says, you monsters put back the numerical ratings. Again, thumbs up, thumbs down is useless. Vina's latest update makes it so that 61% match is the same as a 91% match. So... Opening up with you, monsters, a little bit harsh, but mm-hmm. what is what is the one star you from Matthew? What is that about? So yeah, thank you, Matthew, for sharing this with us. I think it's already similar to what Oleg mentioned earlier with the wine adventures, that that was something that we had built years ago and then never really found the chance to iterate on. And that was similar with the match for you. This is something that we've decided now to take into the premium tier in order to have the possibility to invest into that direction, right? Oh. Expand on it. We have lots of feedback. We have lots of ideas of how we can make that better. And this is the way for us to do it. In order to not completely remove it from the free tier, we made the decision of introducing this thumbs up, thumbs down. And we understand that, of course, it is not as insightful, as granular as the percentage score. By design, I guess. By design, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, in premium, this is where you'll find the percentage score. So the difference is that uh, if you're a non-paying user, you get a thumbs up, thumbs down, depending if you like the white or not. And that's like a 50-50. Uh, and then if you're a premium user, you get exact match, like exactly. 93% and so on. This is typical for premium. You get a little bit more detailed, granular thing on a, on a premium version. So, And I, I want to acknowledge the fact that it, it, it was something that was available for free users. Yeah, You could see the, not the, the numerical number, and now we took it away. And that's to your for a short period. We want to improve it. Yeah, we want to improve the maturity score. There is a lot we can do there. There is a lot we can. For instance, like right now, you just see the number. You don't know what's it based on. No, but there is a lot that the algorithm actually knows about your taste that we can start surfacing to you. We've been talking about it for years, but again, really hard to actually invest into it when you don't monetize the feature itself. If we introduce it in premium, we can improve that feature. Can you uh, soften it up a little bit and maybe do like a maybe so it's not just thumbs up, thumbs down, at least have three levels? We can think about it. Yeah, yeah. like a mid-category. Yeah, it gets... Okay, perfect. I mean, um, what was this like? Let's, I know you read this before, but you know, having the founder read them out loud, is that rough for you guys? Calling you monsters? <laughs> <laughs> I think we understand the feelings around it and i think like you're right like we read all these reviews so yep. they're not news to us uh we but there are some you hope i didn't pick uh, no, I, I knew you would pick <laughs> the, 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 the the trickiest one so just to be clear oliana Oleg did not know which ones we picked right yeah. before so uh but we've seen them before uh we don't take it lightly. No. so we 
we do know that premium is changing the way Vivino has uh, been as an offering for our users for yep. years. We've been uh, delivering a lot to our users for free. When you change that, you get a lot of people upset for the right reason. Because when we gave them all these features, we never told them that at some point we're going to take them away. No. So we understand the feelings. I think they make sense. The reality on our side is that we want to improve the product. And we've been struggling for years. Invest in the product, yeah. We want to invest into the new features. Yeah. In order to do that, we need a way for people to fund it. So we are introducing the subscription so that we can, we can do that. We do want people to continue giving us feedback. So we do uh, like their reviews, even though it hurts. It does hurt to be called monsters. Uh, we understand the feelings, but uh, we, it helps us a lot to know what exactly think, uh, people think we are doing wrong. When we do the ads, we want to know when we do it right. Hopefully, we're going to get there soon. Uh, when we do it wrong, we also want to know. Like the, uh, the App Store reviews and Google Play Store reviews, this is, these are the good places for reviews. So please keep you know uh, reviewing. Uh, we will also introduce uh, potentially a, a better way to organize the thoughts because like there are lots of themes that we see. So like for us, it would be even better to be able to kind of articulate those things and let, let people vote on specific things and like add some different context to categories. So we're going to introduce that soon for premium users. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. Are you going to listen to it when people vote? Oh, for sure. Right. Like How much? How much are you going to listen to? Uh, I mean, with premium, uh, that's, I think that's the most exciting part about premium uh, when it comes to actually developing new features. We want to build features that people want to use. So there is no real magic in trying to decipher what people want. Like there is the, the, our audience is quite vocal about the things that they want to see in there. Very vocal. Our job is just to build them. Mm. Yeah. So that's how we see the rest of the roadmap for premium. Fantastic. I mean, I think some of those reviews show how passionate our users really are. And I think already some of those features that we talked about today are the result of us listening, right? Yeah. Perfect pairings is us getting again and again, hearing that again and again from users that they want to see that. And I, I, yeah, I think that's a perfect way to end it. I mean, if what if there were no one-star reviews? Nobody cared. These people care, and we are going to listen to them for sure. So I think that's, that's really important to acknowledge that. So with that, we are getting to the end. And um, I just want to sort of, there are a couple of things here. This is the first time we do this, and we really, really want to hear from the community. We want to hear the ideas. And now I'm talking specifically about the podcast, actually. The ideas, we'd like your stories, your complaints, whatever you can think of. So, so that's important for the future. Anything you have, send us a message. And even better, you could also send a voice message to the email podcast at vivino.com. Tell us something. Tell us a story. We might feature it in this podcast. So please do that. Also, make sure you follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and please leave a review and a rating. It really helps. And your higher ratings are better for us, for sure. We, you know, we talk about, but your honest opinion is always appreciated. Oleg and Uliana, thank you very much for joining us here. This has been the first ever Vita podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.